This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! Again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens. It's the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 1310, season 13, episode 10. And tonight, we're kicking off Women in Horror Month here at Scream Queens with a look at a deceptively simple shocker out of Australia called Sissy. Written, co-directed, and starring Hannah Barlow and featuring a star-making performance from Aisha D. And to help me explore what's going on beneath the surface of this pink, bubbly, sparkly little movie, I've got two fabulous guests joining me from the Movie Go Round podcast, Nicole Davis, and voiceover artist, actor, and my co-host over at Damian Uncle Lewis, Maya Murphy. But before we get into the movie, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and ever since 2010, I have been your guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies. But you are going to have to see them through my very, very gay little eyes. Oh, yeah, it's that kind of a show. So hello again, everybody. Delightful to have you back here again. It's so good to see you. And I just want you to know, I think we're in for a very special episode tonight because on this rare occasion, Secret Agent Boots is sleeping on my desk right here as I'm recording it. No matter how scary the movie we're talking about gets, Secret Agent Boots is going to be here to protect all of us. Isn't that right, Secret Agent Boots? Um, I'm a secret agent, Steve. You're really not supposed to be giving out my location to people on the internet. Oh, sorry, Secret Agent Booth. Whether I'm protecting people or not, that's classified information, Steve. My name isn't Steve, Secret Agent Boots. Whatever, Steve. Now shut up. I'm sleeping. Sorry. Silly me. Living life with a cat that's also a spy. It's never dull. It's frequently weird. Never dull. So since 2007, February has been Women in Horror Month, but we are encouraged to shine a spotlight on women working in horror behind the camera, pulling the strings in the driver's seat. And the movie I picked for this month is out of Australia called Sissy. And why did you pick it, Patrick? Because I think this is my favorite movie of 2022. I can't get enough of this movie because every time I watch it, I find new things. Because on the surface, it looks very cut and dry. Oh, okay, it's a satire about social media influencers. Okay, cool. Yes, yes, it's that, but it's more than that. Oh, it's a revenge movie about a girl who gets back at the bullies who torments her childhood. Yes, but no, that's how it's built, but that's not really what you get. But here's the thing. There's so much going on in Sissy. Maya, Nicole, and I talked For so long, it's too much to put into one episode. So, today's episode is going to be spoiler-free. We'll talk you through a couple of major points, but there's a certain point in the narrative where a line is crossed in the story, where it becomes a completely different movie. We're going to talk you right up to that point, and then we're going to stop. Because you need to see this movie. It is on Shudder right now. You can also rent it for streaming. And I would really like you to discover what happens in the film from the film itself, and not just from us talking about it, because it's that good of a movie. So I am formally warning you right now, I highly recommend you do not proceed past this point 
without watching the movie first. But if you choose not to heed my warning and you want to listen to the episode before making up your mind before watching the movie, I'm still giving you an escape clause because there will come that point, the point of no return, where it will become impossible to talk about the movie without ruining its surprises for you. So I am going to end the episode early. I'm going to give you one last chance to see the movie before it gets ruined for you forever. And Maya, Nicole, and I will be back early next week to spoil the rest of the movie and a second sissy episode. That's how good and how important I think this movie is. You know what? I've been babbling long enough, so I'm going to bring on Maya and I'm going to bring on Nicole. But first, we're going to take a listen to the trailer for Sissy. To celebrate Sincerely Cecilia reaching 200,000 followers. Wow. I'm giving all of my friends 50% off my new bespoke non-allergenic therapy robes. Needed this to The world needs more people like you. Sissy? Oh my god, it's you! It's oh me! Like, like 12 years? You remember me, right? Yeah. I just can't picture myself without her. I was thinking about you the other day, and, and now here you are. You should come to my hen's weekend. Die. So what's your thing? Are you like a model? <laughs> no, definitely not. She's an influencer. An influencer? Well, I, I'm more like a mental health advocate. I'm sorry, but I can't help but find it all a little bit ironic. Once upon a time, she lost her mind, and she tried to murder me. Sissy is preaching mental health. Cecilia, what are you? Rebranding? When we form a circle around ourselves, we are reminded that we carry with us an invisible boundary. No one enters but us. It's our very own safe space. And we never, ever have to leave it. Hey, friends! Cecilia is not as sincere as you think she is. Special. I am enough. It's supposed to be me and Emma. That was supposed to be us. Stop the car. I am doing my best. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Sissy. Sissy's best friend in the entire world was a princess named Emma. Emma and Sissy were inseparable, and they loved each other very much. In fact, Sissy and Princess Emma loved each other so much that they made a pact that they would always, always, always be the best of friends, even when someday they're in a senior living facility castle palace thing together. But then one day, a mean monster named Alex came along, and a very bad thing happened. And Alex, the mean monster, stole Princess Emma away from Sissy forever. Or did she? On the surface, the movie Sissy is a pink, sparkly fairy tale about turning the table on your childhood bullies. But there is so much more lurking in these pink, sparkly, magical woods. In fact, it's far too much for just me to dig into. So I've enlisted two 
fabulous guests to help me. So one is one of the co-hosts on Movie Go Round, and the other is my co-host from Debbie Wonka Lewis. And I just discovered they're both out of Massachusetts, which means at some point their accents are going to come back and it's going to sound crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of my GNCs, wherever you may be, please welcome to the Scream Queen studio, Nicole Davis and Maya Murphy. Good day, mates. Good day. We do actually say good day in this movie. I thought that was going to be like a stereotype, but they say that. Comes up in the dialogue. <laughs> I'm sorry, Boston. You wanted a Boston accent. That's my bad. No, the Boston accent's kind of similar to Australia, but it's just not as melodic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's flat. It's flat. Wicked flat. Wicked kid. flat. <laughs> so how are we tonight? Happy Women in Horror Month. Oh, thank you. It's lovely. It's a little little chilly, a little damp. I mean, every month is horror month with me. You see, when I tried to record the intro before, I, I, I got into my own head because I realized technically they don't celebrate. The people who started Women in Horror Month don't celebrate Women in Horror Month anymore because they decided every day is Women in Horror Month. But I still said I want at least set February aside to sign the spotlight on women's work. But that much aside, Nicole Davis, it's been a hot minute since you've been here. Could you just remind everybody, tell us about what goes on at Movie Go Round. What is your gimmick? What's it like? Is it an e-ticket attraction? Do I need to be this tall? <laughs> No, you can be tall, you can be short, you can be any color of the rainbow, you can be any gayness level of the rainbow, you can be any national background, I don't know. Can the Tidrins listen to your podcast as well? Uh, we try to keep it peachy. They they have the bleep button ready whenever yeah, a month. We have to when Patrick's on. Good guy. Very wise. Hey, I'm from New York. What do you want from me? Hey, we'll all go back to our regional accents today. It'll be fabulous. And Maya, what's new with you? What's going on in the world of Maya Murphy? Even though I just saw you the other day, what's going on? You did just see me the other day. Um, right now, I am still working on the voiceover for my point-and-click adventure, Rosewater. I'll have a couple new things to announce very soon. Uh, yes. If you want to keep up with me, I am an actor based in New York, and you can go to MayaMurphy.com, and I usually remember to update it. Maya, I do have one very important question for you. I'm scared. Who's watching the store? Who's watching the store Trey right now? If you're here and I'm here. Oh, fuck. We're fucked. We did that to ourselves. <laughs> we we did. It's going to be full of doggy diapers now. You get what you get. Trey's into some kinky shit. All right. So the movie that <laughs> we're talking about puppy. today. Trey's a new puppy. <laughs> <laughs> the, he, he is also into some kinky shit, but the dog diapers are for the dog. I was going to say a cane, an actual canine puppy. Okay. Not because puppy. <laughs> Excuse me. You not know. puppy play. Yeah. yeah um, genetically. The puppy does like, okay. All right. Everybody. <laughs> When he listens to this, we're going to be in such trouble. What, the, if the dog listens to it, we're going to be in trouble? Yes. <laughs> the dog will be offended. Trey will be cool. The movie we're talking about today is Sissy from 2022 from the great country of Australia. Um, Nicole, since it's been a hot minute since you've been here, I need you to give me a nice, tight, 30-second back of the DVD plot summary of the film Sissy out of Australia. The closest now! Cecilia is a moderate-scale self-care influencer whose drug of choice is the serotonin she gets from social media approval. One day, she bumps into her estranged childhood best friend, Emma, who impulsively invites Cecilia to her engagement party. They have a good time at the party. A drunken Emma invites Cecilia to her bachelorette week in the country, she's surprised to find out that it is hosted by Alex, who supplanted Cecilia as Emma's best friend when they were 13. Alex is... Uh, Those of you at home can't see that right now I'm making Maya Murphy scratchy face. <laughs> she showed me that she wrote it out. She timed it. <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> I'm a short 
clock, Patrick. Oh, it's short. <laughs> no, you got a buzz for reading. That's cheating. Reading is cheating. Reading is cheating. Cheater, cheater, pants on when? fire. Since when is, is writing it ahead of time cheating? Always. I've called Michael Howie on, on that several <laughs> times. And that's, he's Canadian. So, you know, they get really mad. They're very rude people. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> notoriously. Maya Murphy, please tell me, what is the plot of the film, Sissy? 30 seconds, go. Sure. Um, influencer Cecilia runs into her childhood best friend going to the pharmacy. And uh, her childhood best friend invites her to her bachelorette party and then her Hen's Weekend. Turns out the Hen's Weekend is hosted by her childhood bully and antics ensue. Well done. Well done. I was See, getting to antics ensue. Who's Sue? <laughs> Is Sue another character? Did somebody else get written in? <laughs> I'm Antics, this is Sue. <laughs> On the surface, it is a pretty straightforward story, but I find this is a movie that, that, that really thrives on rewatch because every time I've watched it, I find more and more and more and more and more and more, and it's fascinating. Anyway, now we've decided collectively that we cannot talk about the film without spoiling it. So if you have not seen it, it is on Shudder. It is available for rental as well. Check it out now. And if you decide to listen anywhere, we're going to give you a warning when we get to the point where we simply cannot talk about things anymore without spoiling the delicious surprises that lie waiting for you in the final reel of the movie Sissy. But before we discuss the movie Sissy, I want to talk about the character of Sissy. So tell me about Sissy. I'm sorry, Cecilia. It's Cecilia now, <laughs> Patrick. This gorgeous woman who does uh, live and taped social media posts about meditation. Blissful meditation. I am special. I am enough. I am doing my best. We all are. And she sells an accessory, which is a hypoallergenic satin question mark rope that you place around yourself for a to make your own boundary to create your own safe space wherever you are we take our ropes and we lay them around us just like so and you know when we form a circle around ourselves we're actually reminded that we carry with us an invisible boundary it goes with us wherever we go and no one enters this boundary but us it's our very own safe space. And she just passed a benchmark of having 200,000 followers. To celebrate Sincerely Cecilia reaching 200,000 followers. Oh, wow. Still so amazing. Thank you. I'm giving all of my friends 50% off all Elon Musk deep cleansing masks. All you gotta do is just swipe up and enter the code SINCERE to reap your hard-earned reward. And uh, people tune in and love her and give her all kinds of amazing feedback. And right after the opening sequence where we get to be privy to one of her social media lives, we zoom out and we see she lives in an apartment full of camera equipment. She's eating leftover pizza. She lets her gut out of her pants. And we're like, oh, you are a real person. <laughs> so my initial gut reaction to Sissy, once I realized that she was a an influencer and more than that, a wellness influencer, my brain just went, oh garbage person but, but then she's doing her spiel and what she's saying makes sense to me this whole idea like okay that little safe space around you and a rope to reinforce that i know enough people with anxiety that that could be really beneficial but then her narrative takes a hard left into like the soppiest marketing spiel into her elon musk beauty products 
and before we seal off our practice with 20 minutes of blissful meditation, I just want to take a moment to tell you all about Elon Musk, the amazing deep cleansing paraben-free rubber mask. It's highly absorbent, perfect for combination skin, and I mean, look, I use them all the time, especially before meditating. I just find that having a fresh face really helps me to connect with my body, my inner essence, my core self. Adam, right back to garbage first. <laughs> like my said, she lets the waste out of her pants. She starts eating pizza and watching shitty reality TV. I'm like, oh, I like her again. Welcome to the rest of the movie. My value judgment on her has shifted like four times. The first 60 seconds of the movie, welcome to sissy. Maya, you mentioned the little rope that you put around yourself to make your little security bubble. Mm -hmm. Nicole, what other what other item is she hawking on her Instagram? She's uh, hawking a skincare product that you put on your face called the Elon Mask, uh, which is rubberized, moisturizing. Uh, so it has sparkles in it for some reason. I'm not sure why. For some reason, we might get into <laughs> because, that later. Yeah, sparkles for some reason are a theme. In they're a motif mm. in this movie. They are. They keep coming they back. Are a motif sparkles in this movie. and stars. Yeah. What I think is great about the Elon Musk is that since it's an Australian movie, they pronounce it Elon Musk. Yep. <laughs> and that joke does not work in America. What do you say that? <laughs> not as well, no. No, here we have to resort to calling him elongated muskrat because that's the only sound alike we have. It's so sad. Yes. Um, I kind of know what he looks like. <laughs> Less hair. It's not nice to muskrats. <laughs> She's listening. <laughs> He's a big. He's a big fan. I got nothing. Not no, to um, us. Not to women. We're fine. Excellent point. Excellent point. All right. So, yes, all this is true. And what I also thought was fascinating for me in that, but my gut reaction was, oh, garbage person. <laughs> Within thirty seconds, she had me back. Yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, she's actually lovely. She's relatable. She's lovely. I eat pizza in my sweatpants. I love that. Yeah. Uh huh. Watch. Watch. She. Yeah. It's all about meditation and being like, together and like you're centered. Oh, reality TV's on. I'm letting my pants down. I'm eating shitty pizza and my apartment's a mess. <laughs> and it's covered with like every inch of it is covered with with all the the uh, wellness buzzwords. And you know she's got a live laugh love sign in there somewhere. You know she does. <laughs> somewhere on the fridge, I think. Definitely. And she just radiates joy and positivity too. Like it doesn't feel fake. Like we, we are all internet personalities. We all know that we do. You do have to step into a persona every mm -hmm. now and then. It's not that it's not you. It's just it's this amplified version of you. And this is the fun part that's engaging to listen to me on camera. But like you don't want to watch me doom scroll. It's less engaging. Right. <laughs> So like I I get that no I, she had me back immediately as well we we go from her apartment to the pharmacy she gets her period and the brand on the tampons is like bloody awesome no 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 it was bloody brilliant bloody brilliant bloody tampons. brilliant excuse me yes. um and I was like I'm down for this this movie <laughs> wherever these silly jokes are going and when she runs into her friend at the store I I am terrified of groups of straight women. I did not fit in with them growing up. So I think I know exactly where we're going. She sees someone she stopped being friends with. She's invited to a, a group where she doesn't know everyone there. And I'm like, ah, I'm afraid of those people too. I know exactly where we're going. Oh, and I identify with her and I'm, I am on board. I'm sold. One of the things that really attracted me to the movie the first time through it is that I said, wow, this whole film is a morality play in shades of gray. Explain. Yeah, can, can you, can <laughs> can you, you expand upon that point? But I want to hear what you have to say, but I don't know what it is. Oh, oh, she's got her mantra. Uh, I'm oh. loved. I'm special. 
I am enough. I'm trying my best. We all are. I am loved. I am special. I am enough. I am doing my best. We all are. That gets repeated a lot. It's one of the last lines of the film. Right. I said, this is the moral of the film. And it's clear that she is she is trying really hard to live by what she's telling people. But it's also clear that it's not entirely working. It's not entirely yes, well, working. And she goes to her phone for validation every time. And the, you get this super close up on all the comments of, you literally saved my life. Love you. Yes, queen. Heart emoji. And she reads <laughs> Pupils it. dilate. And we have that requiem for a dream shot every time of her pupils dilating. Right. And yeah, or, like blood, yeah, yeah, they're the brain vessels, you know, expanding um, and all that. So yeah. There's this line from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend that Rachel Bloom's character uses to describe her addiction response was it felt like glitter exploding inside of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is something yeah. I was reminded of watching <laughs> this movie. Yeah. But uh, yes, that gets repeated a lot. And I realized just kind of you know, it's not spoiler territory that <laughs> She's, she winds up killing people at this party. What? So it's in the trailer. We all know that. But but <laughs> I, I, realized, didn't, I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah, I didn't I think either. That's a spoiler. Somebody has to watch the trailer to find out about the movie. If I didn't watch the trailer, I wouldn't know the movie. Things anyway, go terribly wrong saying, like, at the party. <laughs> things go terribly wrong, but it's implied in the trailer. Don't call – I mean, even on the ad on it, don't call her sissy. Like, she's going to be dangerous. Right. Okay. This character is the one to be aware of. I'm going, how is this lovely woman going to become so dangerous? But like I said, there's this moral – ground like with all the people who die all the other characters everybody oddly deserves what they got but they don't yes yeah yes i agree they're all horrible in different ways yeah but they're also all wonderful in different ways they They all have magic (laughs) yes because for me the key part of that mantra that keeps getting repeated over and over is I'm trying my best. We all are. And that's how it is in the movie. They're all trying their best to be good people, as we all are all the time. But sometimes you're a fuck up. Nobody in this movie is all good, but nobody in this movie is all bad either. So nobody in this movie got what they deserve, but yet everybody got what they deserved. And it's that dichotomy that really excited me, this moral gray area. We all have that in us. Like we all, we, are, we want to think, oh, I'm a good person. This is a recurring theme in horror films I've seen lately. There's one I saw recently um, where somebody's basically begging for their life and this group of people that they're with. Why are you doing this to us? We're good people. And the supernatural honor says, no, you're not. Yeah. You're not bad either. You're just people. Right. And that's what we've got here. Shades of good and shades of bad. Like the first time we see Emma, she's trying to get pharmaceuticals that she does not have a prescription for. So I'm like, is this a scammer? Basically, I just, I need to help her with that headache. Do you you sell it over the counter here? That is available, but you'd need a prescription. Oh, really? Yes. In the States, they just kind of, they sell it. So I need to go to a GP. You're going to have to go to a GP. Oh, you need a prescription for that? Oh, really? Well, I wasn't aware. Can you just give them to me yeah. anyway? When I was in America, they just gave them out like candy. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, they don't. So I immediately had my eye on Emma going, ooh, the, Emma's her best friend from childhood, by the way. And I'm going, huh, this is a character. But then I completely forgot about it. When I want to rewatch, I'm like, oh, yeah, what a weird way to introduce this character. Right. Ding dong, Patrick from the future here. As so often happens when I'm listening back to audio while I'm putting the episode together after we've recorded the session, it hit me what's going on here. That night is Emma's engagement party. Emma's trying to score some party pills for the big night without a prescription. 
because she's American. When I pointed this out to Mike, she said, oh, yeah, because, yeah, we were in the middle of an oxy crisis here in the States and we were giving them out like candy. So shades of gray. Back to the show. The same scene in this drugstore. It's a joke, but in the film, but Sissy, a Cecilia, (laughs) runs over a pregnant woman twice. Yes. Three times. (laughs) Yeah, three times. Three times. What the actual fuck? I'm just pregnant. It's fine. We all have moments where during the day we were horrible. Yes. Yeah. There's a character in the in the film that they really want to paint as a villain, but I sat and thought about it going, you know what? She's right too. Yeah, she is. She's got every She's right so to have right. every feeling that she has in this. And this is fascinating to me. And the thing that we hate her the most for is she did when she was a child, which is the same thing we're trying to excuse in Cecilia, is that she made a large mistake as a child. And where does that put her now? Okay, let's just say for now that there was an incident. There was a bullying situation that went too far. And now this 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 permanent war between Sissy and this woman, Alex. Cecilia. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just gonna have to keep calling her Sissy because that's who she winds up being at the end. All my notes call her Sissy. If you want to look at it this way, like she spent her whole life building up this this her personal bubble and turning the, the negative into a positive. And it just shows in the right situation that house of cards just comes crumbling down and you revert back to Right. Well, with her, I had a I had a note right at the beginning is just that a little knowledge is a dangerous thing with her, and she's making videos with titles like making friends with hyperventilation, uh, mm. <laughs> which is the sort of thing that an amateur might come up with if they know some psychological concepts, but they don't know how they're applied or they don't know how breath work actually or, affects you. Right. And it might seem logical if you've heard of scenarios where you need to like, quote, become comfortable with your discomfort, but she's she's applying it wrong and not realizing that she's completely, you know, dysregulating herself by doing this sort of thing. Completely dysregulating herself, making eye contact through the camera to her viewers, encouraging them to also do this thing that can literally make you pass out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's not calming breath work and it doesn't normalize it because you literally become hypoxic if you continue to hyperventilate. One of my most beloved acting mentors was a big fan of doing a round of a hundred quick breaths before you walk into an audition or a meeting with an agent. She's like, you're so focused. And I'm like, yes, I'm focused, but I also feel like I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I also feel like I'm going to die. Like I might come in here and just, I pass out, pee myself, something, say something really, (laughs) really inappropriate because I don't remember where I am all of a sudden. So yeah. Yep. Yep. But you might get the job depending on what it is if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) But she's, she's inviting us to join her in this, this act that's risky. Mm -hmm. And it also, it reminded me of like, like a grinning chimpanzee. Like there's a threat. There's a threat present that she's maintaining eye contact while doing this thing that I associate with panic. It tells me at the beginning of the movie, something is off, like more than just influencer off. Yeah. Okay. So she runs into this, this woman, Emma, who she's be friends with at the pharmacy. What happens? She invites her to her bachelorette. There's going to be karaoke. Do you want to come? And the scene, the dialogue is all in these super uncomfortable close-ups. Like, like we're not even including the top and the bottom of the face. And it's, it's too close for comfort. There isn't this kind of intimacy between these characters. They haven't seen each other. She goes, what has it been? 10 years? And it's just like, no one's blinking. It's it's disconcerting. Oh my God, it's you. <laughs> What's oh it been? God. Like 10, 15 years? <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's me, Emma. Emma Quinn? 
you remember me, right? Yeah, I was thinking about you the other day, and, and now here you are, right in front of me. Isn't the universe just crazy? Oh yeah, I know, it's a little embarrassing, right? But I'm just crazy about Fran, my fiancé. You should come to our engagement party, we're doing karaoke. Oh, I, I don't. Nah, you, you have to come, you have to come. Give me your handle, I'll send you the dates. Now I know, I know what it reminds me of now. I have not seen close-ups this tight. And spiking the camera so often since Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're just all, you know, super wide-eyed and nobody blinks mm-hmm, and they're all mm-hmm. talking to each other really intensely. And you're just, ah, no, get out of my face, back. You know. <laughs> talking about karaoke shouldn't be that intense. Give me my boundaries. Where's my boundary? Where's my <laughs> where's my rope? <laughs> you know? Hey, I was gonna say, yeah, I, I know where you can get a rope. But the, the interesting thing is in the pharmacy, this is where I think we first see that she's having breaks with reality because there's this sign sticking out into the aisle that's an advertisement for hair dye. And it says, it's not pink, it's cerise. And there's this model with dark pink hair. And after she and Emma, as she and Emma are talking, it winks. And it's not that kind of sign. This is a paper sign. This is not an electronic sign. And it it winks. And I'm just like, wait, what? What's going on here? Why is why well, did that it do that? That's going to be important. What color is it out? Oh, you said you said it's dark pink. Yeah, and she picks it's not up pink. It's, it's a race. <laughs> You're right. Which you know what is an echo of it's not sissy. It's Cecilia. It's now. Cecilia. But you know what? They're both pink. Yeah, they're they're both pink. Uh, no, she picks up a box of the hair dye. Yes, it's not why she went there, but she was compelled. The sign spoke to her. Mm. People call her out on it, but it's really true that Cecilia doesn't have people in real life. Mm-hmm. We don't see she has her. no one. With, yeah. Outside of the circle of people that she meets in this movie, we don't see her with anyone. Right. She no doesn't phone relate calls, to anyone. You don't t- no texts. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, it's fine. No, like at her first impulse after any crisis or, or good thing is to immediately go to social media and check in there. That's her. That's her world. Mm-hmm. Well, when you were describing the morality play of it, well, here's this person being human and having the connection and having love, and then they also act this way. Cecilia is the only person who literally has no connection. Even after this meeting, like she's like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely come. I'll definitely come. But then you see Cecilia sitting in the parking lot in her car like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? They, like that panic decision. Like, do I go? Do I not? Should I really should go, but I don't want to go because I'm scared. Whatever. Whatever. You know, the social anxiety thing is happening for her until she starts getting texts from Emma going, oh, my God, you're sincerely Cecilia. You're amazing. Right. What a star you are. And then she's like, oh, my God, I am a star. Holy shit. 200,000 followers. <laughs> What are you? Are you an influencer? <laughs> influencer. <laughs> Sissy, you're doing really well. Uh, Cecilia. What? Uh, it's just um, it's actually just Cecilia. No. Oh yeah, cool. I I, I love that Cecilia trade profession. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good to see you. Sissy. Sorry. Sorry. Cecilia. <laughs> I would like to talk about this group of friends that she's going to meet tonight. I love them. They're so toxic. I love oh, them so much. I was so about much. to say, I hate them. They're so toxic. 
<laughs> the duality of man. Sold. <laughs> and I like them because they're I, I like them because they're people. I'm like yeah. I, I like all these flaws that they. I also like that this movie would be labeled woke. <laughs> oh, because we have a gay character who also has a mobility aid, and we don't even talk about it. Yep. It never comes up that Emma Emma's getting married, yep. right? Who's the groom? <laughs> Franny. Yes. It's a woman. There is no yep. groom. <laughs> it's just, yeah, we, have a, we have a lesbian relationship at the center of this film. And it didn't need to be. And I think it's great. Oh, yeah. I think it's cool. It's excellent. It's excellent. And we also do, we do a little bit of, um, uh, oh, there's a verb I want and I'm not finding it. Pitting. Thank you. We do a little bit of pitting Cecilia against Franny, the groom, mm. because- they're the black women in this film. But we, at the party, when Franny first sees Cecilia, she goes, should I be worried? Like, mm-hmm. going, something, something's off here. I feel like I've been dropped into the, the place of this person, oh, maybe. I didn't get that at all, but it's just that, that that at this party, Emma, like, drags Cecilia up on the stage. She's like, this is my best friend! We used to take baths together! We've seen each other naked! We're not doing karaoke! So when she's going, should I be Emma worried? Is, oh, I, I, I disagree, and I have spoilery things to back that up, uh. and I can sit on them for later emma is a sloppy bitch when she gets drunk oh she's a sloppy bitch she's enthusiastic <laughs> she's a sloppy bitch her friends love her get her to the bathroom mm-hmm. make sure she's hydrated like yep mm-hmm. i love the scene though with franny and cecilia in the bathroom where she's like listen i'm really sorry i crushed this party i know it's really weird that I'm in- and franny's like no 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 it's okay. She's been I talking about you all day. Yeah. <laughs> Any friend of Emma's a friend of mine. I'm friends, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, Cecilia. I know. Emma literally hasn't stopped talking about you all day. Oh, shit. What'd she say? She's just, she's really happy you're here. Well, I'm sorry if it's weird that I came. I know that, you know, we haven't seen each other in a really long time and like we've never met and. Wait, close your eyes. What? Do it, trust me. And she goes that extra step and she takes some. I, I don't know what you would call it. It's not, it's like it's sparkly. A, it's, it's face like, glitter. It's stu- yeah. It's face glitter with stars in it and she rubs it on, on. Sissy's face. On her C- eyelids. Cecilia's yeah. eyes. On her eyelids. Don't open until I say so, okay? <laughs> I think that real friends are like stars. You can't always see them, but you know that they're always there. Okay, like <laughs> now? Just a sec. Just a sec. Okay. <laughs> open. When she does that, like the filter changes, like goes gold for a second. Like it's a magic moment. And I said, oh, okay. There's something tribal about it. It's a sign of accepting. You're one of us now. Right. It's a new, it's a new form of uh, uh, the chemicals in your brain that make you happy. Endorphins. endorphins yeah. Yeah. It's a new source of endorphins. Yes, I, we accept you, Cecilia. We love you, Cecilia. Oh, and the, the glitter and stars being the like friendship signifier persists throughout the rest of the movie. They do a really fun job with it. And I saw so much on my second watch. Listen, after that, now she's totally fitting in. They're dancing dancing as a group. She's one of them. Except she's not part of the group. Everyone's dancing around her. She doesn't know that. No, she doesn't. And she's loving it. And she's in the center and there's a beautiful rosy pink light on her because pink is that friendship love she's always wanted. And she feels like she's part of the group. Poor deluded soul. (laughs) <laughs> well she is part of the group just not as much right. as she's thinking i'd like that they, they uh, emma and her, she and emma have this lovely scene on the floor of the bathroom yes <laughs> where she's she's breaking down and she's like oh shit she's having a crisis of like you know oh i i feel like i don't belong and you know i'm so gl- thank you for inviting me and but this is so strange and 
and Emma's like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And she's doing Kath and Kim. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Sissy. Look at me. Look at me. Highly, yes, highly recommend Kath and Kim, by the way, for anybody who has not watched it. But yeah, so she's she brings her in and holds her face. And at that point, she impulsively says, why don't you come with me to my hen weekend? And I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> That's no. a terrible idea. It's a trap. Don't do it. Right. I drove past this, like, nursing home today, and there were these, like, old bats having, like, the best fucking time. And I remembered our pact. And then I ran into you, like, like, what are the fucking odds? Right? Right? So, like, let's just, like, let's cut the bullshit. You're coming to my hands. You're coming to my hands. I'm going to make you because I'm going to send the address. I'm going to send the address. It's going to take me a second. Be there or die. <laughs> Dead face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of these scenes throughout the movie with Emma and Cecilia. It starts on the floor of a bathroom and then later on keeps happening in tubs, like even in the past. There's there's something with them and tubs and that's kind of their space. Like that's their safe space. They used to take baths together. That's right. It's a nice little safe space. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the rope that you can put around it, but it's theirs. Mm -hmm. It's their space. And this is where we could be kids again. This is just us. The others aren't here. And it gets repeated throughout until it gets corrupted forever, but we won't get there. Right, right. I was very worried the first time that, you know, I had seen little, little bits and hints. And I was very worried that Emma was going to be disingenuous about it that she was inviting her in order to make make to a make scene fun to make fun of her or like a pig party or something right. but like, can it, you believe this dumb bitch thought that she was part of our crew like i was bracing for that as well right but emma seems very genuine you know she's yep. coming from a from a good place she's not realizing the full implications i think of what she's doing but she's coming from a, a generous kind of place but that's Emma's fatal flaw. Sure is. She always sees the best in people. She gets called out on in the movie. Oh, yeah. Franny. Franny says that's it's my favorite you know what I thing love about, about you? you. The thing that I love most about you is that you always see the good in people. But it's also one of your biggest flaws. Which is why you always end up feeling this way. You know what I love about you is that you always see the best of people. The thing I hate about you is that you always see the best of people. And you always wind up feeling like this. So this is a chronic thing for her. And like Cecilia's got her fatal flaw. So it's like there's don't, lots of great things happening. Don't tell me here. what you think is my fatal flaw while you're groping me, please. You know, because that's what's happening. Oh, there's a good five seconds between telling her what the fatal flaw is and when the groping starts. No, she's already <laughs> groping her when she tells her that it's a flaw. Really? Yeah, I, I in my I must have put a buffer in my brain to decide it was much better behavior. So that's when I was just like, wait a minute, if maybe Franny's not that great, you know, because Franny seems okay at first. Also, Franny seems okay. Everyone seems okay. She is. First. They're all okay. They're all doing their best. Yes, Nicole. that's right. They're doing their best. Everybody's trying their best. They are. They are. 
One of the things that really struck me this this last time through is that the music immediately from the top of the yes. movie is not horror no. movie music. No, it's Disney princess it's music. It's very whimsical. We're in a fairy tale. I was, was going to say fantasy, but yes, it's like it starts with that once upon a time time music. And I keep hearing Scarborough Fair in that. Or once upon a dream. Theme. It's got that hmm. like 1940s movie musical where the. It's like the, the strings are almost kind of degraded, like the beginning of Brigadoon, like a little clarinet, yeah. a little happy clarinet flourishes a here and clarinet, there. And the, the camera would like probably pan over a, a field into some mountains. And then and then when that big dramatic theme comes back the first time, uh, Sissy's walking through a field of flowers. Right. I'm just like, <laughs> the Disney princess moment. I found it. Yeah. yeah. But it keeps recurring through the film because now she's got her band of friends and they're going into the woods to to this castle i mean when you see alex's house the house that they're going yeah. to it's this thick stone like you would see in a castle or a fortress so you keep getting these fairy tale fantasy images throughout as well because cecilia don't live in reality she don't, no. she don't, she don't, she don't. and there's an evil queen that lives in there yes. there's an evil queen that lives in there and she's very well dressed and we never find out where her family money comes from no no it's just there so much going on visually and it's used well like i am tired of everybody who's got a drone camera doing the upside down shot for no reason. Mm. No, we have two upside down shots and they're used on purpose. The first time we see it is while they're driving to this, the, to the hen party. No, the, yeah, the first Sissy upside has... down we get is when she is on the way to get in the van to go to the hen party. And we have a yeah, gorgeous yeah, yeah. Oceanside drone shot of how far away it is. We're going up the mountain into the woods. Like you said, the castle in the far, far away land. And then later we got some upside down stuff after after things have gotten very bad. Right. Yeah. Now both Emma and Fran are going. Like, is that is that a thing to have a joint hen party if it's I'm going to a, a joint bachelor women? thing for a straight couple, so uh. Oh weird. I don't mind. <laughs> I think it's okay. I think for the, to to be fair, I think it's fine here. Um, but also it's the worst hemp party ever. All they do is watch TV. <laughs> they watch shitty reality TV. And what show are they watching? Paradise Lust. <laughs> oh, is it Lust? I thought it was Paradise Lust. Just straight up Paradise Lust. Ah, uh, okay. They're, they're, they have like horny games where they're bonking through I, the blue. Oh, right. I get that. But the subtitle said Paradise Lost. So. Oh, I didn't watch it with the subtitle. Mm. I need. I should have turned the subtitle on because there was one rapid gay speech I wasn't getting all the details <laughs> on. I played it like three times that I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah jamie needs to slow it down just a little bit uh i loved jamie as a character so he's the only guy at the hens party and we we first see him in a shirt that's covered in in friendship glitter and rhinestones it's it's the see-through mesh and it's got all these like rhinestones and baubles on it and he's got a thick choker and when we see him the next morning he is still wearing that shirt because that man did not go home <laughs> he sure didn't he shouldn't. I also like that. I mean, the actor himself, Daniel Muggs, is actually disabled in real life. Uh, but I like that it's not a plot point, and you don't even notice. Didn't notice for till it's the second day of the, the when, second day. When I went back for my rewatch, I saw his mobility aid at the karaoke scene, but they don't hang a lantern on it. Right. They don't go, "Wow, aren't we the best people for having a disabled friend?" Right. Like it's it's just there. He only mentions it the one time when he's getting in the van. He's like, I'm sorry, my disability is inconvenient for you. <laughs> I also enjoyed that they have a gay at the hen party for a gay hen party. <laughs> that's well, that's because Tracy's an alto and the alto needs the emotional support gay. 
I hate, I hate being the gay at the hemp party, but a gay at a gay hemp party? That's fun. Gay at a lesbian hemp party? I love that. That sounds fun. The mobility aid comes back at the end. It does. <laughs> well, it's used in the middle and then it really comes back at the end. Yes. What happens on the drive, though? There's an omen and then something happens. <laughs> but we're in Australia, so the roadkill isn't a deer, it's a kangaroo. Yeah. They, they ask if Sissy knows how to drive stick. And she's like, yeah, of course I can do that. I'm so available to help now that I'm accepted as a friend. So everyone else is like opening gifts, having a good time in the back seat. And when we start getting into how Alex is best friends with Emma, Sissy starts breaking with reality mm -hmm. and hits a kangaroo with the car. Yeah. Because her her trigger is the loss of her friend. She needs her friendship. She has to be accepted. Right. The fact that Emma's best friends with her of all people to be friends with, it's her. Uh, uh. Well, you're not even invited to a birthday party. Come on, sissy. Don't be a sissy. The girl who made your life hell. Yeah. The girl who you have a dark history with yeah and now you're stuck there the whole weekend now you're stuck there the whole weekend but we have to we have to take care of the roadkill we get out of the car it's still alive Ugh. uh is mm. it is it franny who says does anyone have a gun and then tracy's like this is australia babe <laughs> I, we back over i it. think <laughs> i think jamie asks if anyone has a gun and everybody's like oh no because <laughs> no, it's australia remember we passed those laws <laughs> in australia yeah, and someone says you have um, to back over it. And I'm just like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Franny says it. It's the humane thing to do. Nat's going to come back around. Sure is. <laughs> you know what I haven't heard of before? A group of lesbians who don't know how to drive stick. <laughs> Point taken. There are no butches in this group, Patrick. How are they going to build uh, shells? As a bisexual, I, I don't want to drive. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> But I don't mind it because this puts Sissy in the power position. I'm the star. I'm saving the weekend. I can do it. Look at me. I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. Look at me. I'm, yeah. I'm the leader of the group. I'm driving. Yeah. Leader is shit. When they finally get to the castle, everyone loads out with all their luggage. Sissy is dragging behind the group. And when the door closes, it just turns into a wall. Like you were yeah. saying, it's a castle. She can't penetrate the barrier. Symbolism. The second everybody's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that door opens. Alex is in there. Everybody has to go see Alex because Alex is the most important person in the world and they forget she exists. Yeah. They don't even notice she's gone, that she can't get in. But that's a thing for the weekend that Sissy is, Cecilia is always on the yeah. outs. Mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm. always around the edges of things. And it's not even like so much they're excluding her. She's just not organically a part of it. She's, it doesn't occur to them. Right. Like, with, like all they're doing is watching this reality show and they're talking at each other the whole time, but they're just talking over each other. Oh my God, this is so dumb. Yeah, bikini. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like objectifying women. Are they real though? Like, I still. They're is not it, real. Um, None of these are real. Okay, but like, I guarantee you. Is it real that way? And I said to Nicole, I said, I feel like they've been doing that for hours. And since so it's just waiting to get a word in edgewise and it's never going to happen. Oh, this is what they do. that person in a group. And because you're. Not the person anyone's listening for and no one notices. And she watches that show. We know that Cecilia watches that show. She, she could jump into the conversation if she oh, could find true. a way in, but she can't. <laughs> yep, yeah. they all watch the same garbage reality show, but I want to talk about that later too. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just because I'm a Gen Xer, but I really felt for how many times 
Cecilia had to be like, I'm talking. Excuse, excuse me. No, excuse me. I just have something I want to say. No, we pay any attention. Emma, to me. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> we see Alex. Alex sees her and just immediately loses it. G'day. Cece. Um, uh, yeah, you know, it's actually Cecilia now. Yeah, how crazy is this? I ran into Cecilia yesterday, right, at the pharmacy, and then I invited her. Alex. Alex. I'm so sorry, I didn't She's crazy. Celia, Emma neglected to inform me that you'd be joining us. Oh, Unfortunately, all the beds are taken, but you are welcome to sleep on the couch. Oh, thanks. Can you blame because her? The, there is a no. large scar on her face. We don't know exactly why at this point in the movie, but we know that it has something to do with Sissy. And she's trying to do something tactfully as she can and she pulls Emma outside and they close the door and we can't hear all of their conversation. Right. But we get around... Uh, crazy and she's psycho and that's when sissy is no longer listening and goes to go try to watch the tv show but with the other i kids. was drunk i don't even remember inviting her i didn't think she'd right now is that <laughs> is that what they're actually saying or is that just Awful. what cecilia thinks they're saying what she imagines they're saying who knows doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter because this is something i also want to talk about there's a lot of ambiguity there's moral ambiguity in this but also the ex we have to talk about the incident about what happened because i realized at a certain point, we don't have the whole story. Right, we don't. There is a part that is deliberately left out because, like we said, what happens is you know, there's uh, we see through videotapes that how Emma and Sissy were best yep. friends as kids and they adored each other. And then Alex came along and came between them, and everything went bad. And I mean, I feel that pain. You know, I had a best friend that. that moved to another friend group. And, you know, had less and less time for me. And so I had to go find another friend group somewhere else. And I, I totally oh, I had feel an Alex type situation. Someone deliberately stole my best friend. Oh. And then my stolen best friend sent her little sister to apologize to me two years later. <laughs> Thanks, Tracy, wherever you are. <laughs> as as a young gay baby boy growing up, there was that point where all of a sudden where where boys started to turn into men and they could smell something different on me. Yeah. And all of a sudden I wasn't their friends anymore. And now they're my, they antagonize me. Yeah. So yeah, I've yeah. been there. We've all been there. It's a very real thing, except there's violence, yes. confrontation. And what I noticed this time through, like, first of all, love the ginger twins, the creepy <laughs> ginger twins that are not in the rest of the movie. They're, right. they're, they're giving the us uh, some hints about, about everything that's going on. There's visual hints all through this movie. Yes, sissy, 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 sissy. And it's not just that she's tormenting her, it's that she's taking Alex away, but she's also encouraging other people yes. to do it. It's like she turns around and is giving everybody this. And what winds up happening is somehow, we don't know how, Alex winds up, baby Alex winds up with the trowel through her face. Right. And it's gnarly. Like, it's obvious they didn't have a ton of money to throw up practical effects in this movie. So they save them for when they're really important. And they pull the trowel out of baby Alex's face and you see the blood gushing. We actually yeah. get a rotation. It's not just hiding it over here. It's really gross. The skin just flaps. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actively bleeding. It's really icky. When I was sitting and thinking about the moral ambiguity of it, I'm like, well, Alex is definitely the villain of the piece, except she's not. We don't know what she's like when 
Cecilia is not around. She might be that wonderful, charming, warm person. But now all of a sudden this invader is in my house uninvited. Someone who hurt me, who scarred me for life. I'd be fucking furious too and not polite about it. So I am on her side. To she takes it too I, far. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I think they both regress. Both of them regress in a certain way. Both of them both regress Both Sissy and hard. Alex, they I'm both actually, turn into who they were back then. I'm of the opinion that Sissy never really progressed. I think the reason she has these mantras, she repeats the entire time, and we see her repeat other things in a later flashback, is because she's always trying to keep that at bay. Before she leaves for the hen's do, um, she has a, a little break with reality and sees her childhood self in her own closet. Mm. And her childhood self just goes, it's not my fault. Covered in blood, yeah. Co right. Covered in blood, sorry. <laughs> it's not my fault. She's she's wearing Alex's blood, to be clear. Um, I, I think the reason she has these mantras is she's always that. I mean, I agree. I think that... She there's an off chance she went to therapy, but I think she told the therapist what she thought they wanted to hear. I think she picked up the language of therapy from Instagram, but not she didn't internalize any of it. I don't think she's actually processed this at all. She's just sort of deflected it over and over again mm -hmm. and not accepted mm -hmm. any of her part of the responsibility for what happened. Well, and we, we see her do that with Alex. So the, the next morning, Everyone else wakes up very early in the morning. I'm skipping some. We'll get back to it. But they, they've <laughs> well, gone to go on, lounge before, in the before, sun. Hold, hold, no? My, 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 my. Before we move I on, I just want to... The thing I do want to say is that the thing that's missing from the story is that we never see Sissy put the knife, uh, the, the trowel, in Alex's face. We don't see that happen. We don't know what happened. Did they start physically fighting? And Alex fell on right. it? At this point, yeah, we don't. We haven't seen that. And then Alex says, she stabbed me? We don't know. Right. Well, there's a lot so there's, of very precise reveals of our flashbacks and of the childhood videotape where we only get the most complete picture at the very end of the movie. And I think it's on purpose because I started out siding with Sissy so hard mm -hmm. my first watch of this movie. It's deliberate that we don't show her stabbing Alex right. in the face. But, ah. Uh, Gosh, well, it's yeah, so I, hard. I just love that it's the choice that they, yes. they made that choice that we're not going like, I don't think it was a special effects issue. I said, we don't need to know. Yeah. We don't don't tell them exactly what happened yeah, yeah. because um, that puts fault. It's just, yes, it's much easier to assign, but it makes it clear. It's super hard yeah. not to, to, to be open to Alex in any way though, because she's being like a hundred percent. I hate this girl. I'm going to treat her like dirt. The whole weekend, I'm going to call her out. I'm going to try and turn everyone against her again. And, you know, we don't know why. And yes, what she did was horrible, but they're also, they were kids then. They are adults now. There's certainly a chance that Sissy has changed markedly. I mean, she hasn't a whole lot. But that, but literal, that literal opinion of yours is voiced by the other people in the group. And Alex is like, you don't have to look at yourself in the mirror every day and be reminded of that. Makes it harder yeah. to work through. Right. To have no warning about this. She didn't know. She didn't have time to mentally prepare for all this. And also, like I have say, say on the show all the time, I got rid of most of my Long Island accent. I go home for 10 minutes. It's all back. Yeah. yeah. That's I just called you Massachusetts gals out on this, too, that I'm waiting for your accents to come back. I remember when I went to my high school reunion, 20. It's been 20 years and I said everybody just fell back into the old clicks and were behaving the exact same way we did back then. So I think. This happened. Oh, yeah. I don't know. My high school bully was at my like both of the reunions that I went to. And I 
I didn't like go punch her in the face like I wanted to, but I did. Good for you. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, you know, I took for granted that she was a different person at this point, despite, you know, like how, how the memories come back when you see the other person. But then I wasn't badly physically injured by my bully I either. I think my first right. watch, I was of this opinion very much. You were children, run with it. And then I think with the knowledge I had, you're not giving her a chance. And she says she's going to give her a chance. She comes in, she smiles. She says, I'm so sorry. Um, Emma, Emma didn't inform me you're coming. We are out of bed. So you can sleep on the couch. I got you some pillows. Like, look at me. I'm trying to make an effort. Um, and as the evening progresses, not that much of an no, effort. Not that much of an effort. I, I'm pretty as, sure there are beds available. As dinner progresses, her effort decreases. Yeah. She goes from, I will shut up to, no, I think you're a bad person. And I think your job as an influencer is bullshit. <laughs> and I think maybe you shouldn't use the language of therapy without understanding therapy. Right. Maya, you know damn well how much I love an awkward dinner scene. I do. <laughs> oh, what an awkward dinner scene. Every second of this is so deliciously painful. What I love about the visual storytelling that was also reinforcing this fairy tale fantasy thing, they're sitting at this huge, big wooden table. Sissy's at one end. Alex is at the other. All the little minions are in between. Alex has got that hideous portrait of her what behind her. What even is that? That reminded me of that weird... There's a tiny copy of it at Sissy's house on her little purette picture. Uh, What's up with that? It just, it reminded me of that painting from It. I zoomed in and took a picture on my phone. You want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> like the blue lady? Good eye, good eye. But what it remind I said, it just reminded me of like, I just feel like we're at some like royal court dinner and there's the queen with their hideous portrait that we're all scared of that nobody uh, looks at. Oh, wow. Huh. Interesting. Wow. Maybe that's a famous picture that we don't know about. Uh, maybe it's a famous picture in Australia and not here. I just love that even the way this is shot, Sissy's always isolated, even though everyone's surrounded at the table. Every time we're cutting back and forth between Alex and Sissy, it's Alex and everybody else. Sissy's by herself. Sissy's by herself. And, and there's else. that awful neon triangle behind her. There's this big pink triangle light for no reason. Mm -hmm. It's like she's got the void over off in that corner. She's got the <laughs> void. Like there's there's lesbians here. This isn't a lesbian triangle. This is this is about you're alone. We're an upside down world now, Maya. We're an it's upside a, down world. It's a <laughs> People here are part of matching sets, but not you. Well, she's staring stuff. daggers at Sissy the whole dinner. Oh, yeah. But what I think is fun about everybody else, since they're in between, they ping pong back and forth between alliances. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a therapist, right? I, I'm more like a mental health advocate. Um, you know, basically, I just try to uh, help people with their issues. Like what? Well, you know, like confidence, um, self-worth, self-acceptance, anxiety, depression, OCD. That's really cool. Do you um, do you need a degree for that or? Oh, I'm I'm not a psychologist. I'm just uh, well, just a fellow human trying to you know share some things that I've learned along the way. How much money do you make, Tracy? What? <laughs> it, that's none of our business. <laughs> yes, it is. If she's a public figure and she's profiting from people's pain, then that should be public knowledge. I'm not profiting from. Actually, Alex has a point. You're getting paid, maybe not by your followers directly, but you're influencing them to buy whatever you're advertising and you're not qualified, which legally, it's very murky. 
I mean, what if someone killed themselves because you didn't check your DMs? Jamie! I'm serious. Cecilia could get into a lot of trouble. No, I've always been very clear with my followers, you know, from the beginning that I'm, I'm not a professional. Sometimes people want to feel seen, you know? They want to feel like um, somebody sees their value and they want to feel loved. Oh, it's so cool that you help people. Oh, Franny helps people. Well, you know, she's working on her doctorate. What do you do? Um, well, I talk to people. Uh, <laughs> about Actually, is that a real job? No, I have a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> How much does that pay? You get paid for that? <laughs> Wait, you know Chris Hemsworth? Well, I don't know him, no. but I was paid to promote his product. <laughs> yes. Oh, excuse me. It's a meaty dinner scene. It's really awkward to watch. I loved all of it. <laughs> but she's got that smile plastered on. Poor, poor, that awkward. On. Eh. Not- well, <laughs> we keep coming back to that social media smile of hers with the like very open, very dead eyes of everything's fine. This is what my safe place looks like. I'm safe. I'm enough. I'm enough. Until they finally drive her away from dinner. I just, I'm sorry, but I can't help but find it all a little bit ironic. Ironic. Yeah, that of all people, Sissy is preaching about mental health. Cecilia. What are you? Rebranding? Alex. (laughs) What? Guys. They finally drive her away from dinner and she goes to go have a panic attack in the bathroom and have tub time with her bestie. And it's another lovely scene. Like, I believe everything that happened. Like, it seems that also whenever they're in the tub, it's truth. I just tried so hard to, to like, to heal and to move on. And whatever, I'm just, I'm always going to be sissy, the sissy to her. Well, you know what? Fuck Alex. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Fuck Alex. Yeah. Do you know how much fucked up shit she's done over the years? But like, this is what I think, okay? All of that stuff that happened between the two of you was a lifetime ago. It was an accident. You're a child, like you didn't know what you were doing. Cecilia and I'm really glad you came so I would like for you to stop punishing yourself and just have some fun with me okay truth of the moment like truth I, of the I, moment I, um I I want to talk about a future tub scene and <laughs> what I think about truth but I think they're truth of the moment for sure truth from Emma anyway truth from Emma for sure yeah, truth, yes truth from Emma that's there what I meant like for cool. I, this is where I hear truth from Emma. This is where we're kids again. This is where we're innocent. This is where whatever happened before never happened. That bad thing never happened. That bad thing never together. happened. Fuck Alex. And Sissy goes, really? Fuck Alex? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all she wants to hear. Right. I want to fast forward a bit. The scene at the creek. Oh. The picnic. This is very, did this remind anybody else of like picnic at Hanging Rock? This whole going off yes. into the wilderness of Australia thing. It's like I almost expected yes. to hear pan flute off in the background. <laughs> okay. And it's just like yes. something, something's not quite right here. Because, yeah, they're sitting in like this little creek 
with floaties and everything. And it's too cold to, to stand in the creek. Whenever anyone tries to get in it, they go, ah, oh, I'm cold. I'm getting out. They're trying to use these large pool floaties that are too big for the creek anyways. Right. Um, when we finally get there, Tracy is trying to use a smudge stick outside and <laughs> ionize the air to get rid of some of these bad vibes from last night. Get rid of everyone's stress. What I love, too, is that we've got the friends, the people who are not the adversaries. Mm -hmm. They're all clustered to one side and just... In the middle of the creek, there's Alex on her throne. Yes. Reclined on her throne. And there with is... With her glass of wine, with her minions, just her foot people And a matching I, umbrella for her highness. It's not over the minions. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And someone's missing. Yes. They left her a note, though, because she was sleeping so peacefully. They didn't want to include... I mean, wake her. <laughs> The note has a drawn map that looks like a fairy tale map book plate on the inside of a book. It's right. got, it's like, angry bull, be careful. This <laughs> is the flower field. Follow the creek. Like, I loved this map. If you have to put it an was... angry bull on the map, you should not let someone go alone to try and find where you're going. For sure. But also the, the you know, angry bull who does not appear in this film. It was truly, it reminded me of like, <laughs> opening opening a fairy tale book and like when you would see a not to scale animal and their feet kind of disappear in mm. the little ink grass like it was that fairy tale setting for sure what i also love is that even this note and the map basically go ah ooh, because oh oh that's so nice they didn't want me to they didn't want to wake me up but oh they look they went away they, they're on a picnic but they left me a note and they drew me a map how to get there they left me a note they left me yeah they chose to leave me mm. rather than wake you. I'm on the couch. The kitchen's right there. You... They deliberately yeah. didn't wake me. They'd have had to be super quiet to not wake her up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, and speaking of breaks of reality, keeping in time, Sissy has a dream on the couch that Alex actually comes in and she's like, I'm sorry about oh, earlier. Yeah. I was mad. <laughs> Truce? <laughs> There's no truce. Put your finger in my face, Gina. Oh, yeah. Oh, your hands are so soft. You moisturize. You, you want to put your hand inside my most intimate scar you created? Yeah, it's gruesome. But just, and you're right. Even when she's, and when Sissy's on her way there, she's crossing that big flower field. And I said to Nicole, since we we're watching yeah. it together last night, I'm like, I want her to fall down like Carrie at the beginning of Little House of the Prairie Credits. And then she did. Yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, exactly what they're doing. It's a, <laughs> no, it's a magical it adventure. Yeah. And the music's all happy. All is a great adventure. What a trip I'm going to have. Some RPG character is going to come up with a quest. It'll be great. <laughs> Side quests. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you till I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she she creeps up to the friend group and she hears them talking about her. Thinking of, where is Sissy? Honey, it's Cecilia. Not, not today, please, please, please. This whole savior complex you got going is so boring. And savior complex? The chick's a total killjoy. Were you the one who was gushing about how cool she was? I mean, we've literally never mentioned her. She's invited to our friends. Hey, well, I, I don't have a problem with it. It's just a little weird, don't you think? Actually, Fred, it's textbook Emma. Couldn't stand it when we were kids because she clung to you like a fucking koala. 
but you were too chicken shit to tell her, so I had to. And we both know how that ended. How? Fuck off. So she's got to hear it. Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) She really is crazy. Yeah. 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 I was not thrilled about that. I'm just, it seemed exaggerated in the wrong way. Oh, I disagree. As a terribly judgy person myself, who sometimes has people in social groups I can't stand when they're not there, and I'm pretty sure they're not there. I absolutely talk about them, and I tell people why I don't want to see this person anymore. Because I, in my delusion, think that maybe if other people have more information, they'd agree with me, and I wouldn't have to deal with this person anymore. That's not exaggerated for me. No, but I mean, that's not... I I completely admit to getting with, with, them, with the wrong people, I will become the biggest two-faced bitch. <laughs> It's and fine. With, it's fun to be a two-faced bitch. <laughs> and they're with and they're with Alex. And I feel like Alex, like we've seen in the past, encourages this. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. That's why she's on her throne. She's demanding you have to follow my lead. I'm gonna talk about her and you have to appease me. Drink more wine, have more food, have more yeah. I'm gonna have to turn you against her. Yes. You have oh, to agree with me. Agree out. with me. Yeah. So I don't again, but it's that moral gray ground gray area that I'm like, we all do that. I think we just learned that Nicole is nicer than both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Or she pretends to be. (laughs) Maybe she's just a much more secretive. Maybe I'm could be. Could be. I'll have to have a conversation with David Luzader (laughs) to find out what you're really like. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I secrets. Uh, But eventually some of our minions decide the creek is too cold. Yes. Uh, And then Franny go off to go smoke weed, drink wine. Uh, No, all of them do. (laughs) Furkle off in the bushes. Off into the bushes to go to picnic location B where there's a table and slightly more snacks. Oh, is that what's going on? I don't know. It's like Jamie seemingly just sort of wanders off way too high. Jamie wanders off, but we... um, Tracy goes back to the house then or later? Not No, not then yet because we're still outside because we haven't read the tarot cards yet. Oh, right. We do tarot cards, wine, and a joint at the second location. Right. Tracy goes off with Emma and Fran. Leaving Alex uh, and Alex <laughs> knows that Sissy is there and goes, Sissy, you can come out. I know you're there. Oh, hi. hi. Everything's fine. Messy I didn't bitch hear a word wants to do that. confrontation. Yes. Ugh. I love a confrontation. I just like, don't go. Just go with the other people. No, just, just don't go down there. Don't yeah. go down there. She goes down there. She goes down and she's, you know, oh, you know, I just want to say that I feel really bad that... You know, I I know you weren't expecting me coming and I just trying to, you know, wanted to connect. And the one thing she we do never. We the language of therapy. Yeah. We, we'd say, oh, well, it's probably like triggered. And I'm sorry that your trauma is resurfacing. Like she's vomiting up all these things she's learned. Right. And the one thing she never does is a genuine apology for the physical ding. injury that she caused. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm sorry you're angry that. 
I'm here. That's not an apology. No. Sorry you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I just love that Alex is like, cut this shit. <laughs> She's like, fuck off. Cut You're shit. fucking you don't crazy. Feel bad. You're a psychopath. You can't feel bad for anyone. You're not friends with Emma. Emma hated you. You clung to her like a koala back then. And you just want to do it again now. Because you can't you can't connect with anybody. Sissy, that's your fatal flaw, honey. But that that breaks Sissy's narrative because that's how, you know, how she keeps herself going in her head as I am a good person. I was a child. It was a mistake. She cannot stand that. Alex tries to get a, a social media video of go ahead. Tell them what you did to me. Mm-hmm. Sissy won't yeah, say anything, t- t- turns it t- to t- selfie t- view. T- I have a yeah. message. I have a message for her followers. This is the scar on my face. She One time she went crazy and tried to murder me. And we're going to do that again. Yay! I, I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> say that to my face. <laughs> oh, better yet, your followers. Wait, wait, is that my phone? Did you... Did you take my phone? Go on. Tell them what you did to me. Go on. Just tell them. Fine. Uh, Alex. Hey, friends. I have something to tell you about your beloved guru. Cecilia is not as sincere as you think she is. How do I know this? (laughs) Well, you see this scar? Once upon a time, she lost her fucking mind and she tried to murder me. That's But here is here is where I can't I can't really sympathize with Alex still because I I really think it's clear that that's not what happened that she didn't try to murder her that she just sort of hauled off to so the scars on the jawline if we're we're speaking to people who haven't watched the movie yet yeah. the scars on the jawline that is so close to the jugular yeah but I mean I don't. <laughs> I'm just trying to like put if myself... that was your life and you you had to do all like that's multiple surgeries. To have her scar look as good as it does now with minimal musculature issues. Multiple surgeries, scar in your face for the rest of your life, especially if you do come from family money and they talk about how many social media followers she has. I I don't have an issue with her thinking that is an honest version of the story. I don't think that's an objective version of the story. But if that were me, I would casually say tried to murder me. Would have been successful if it had been three quarters of an inch off. It's like the old saying, stab me once, <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> stab me twice, shame on me. And I, honestly, it, it, I, I'm going to say, you, you did something that bad to me. It, like, I, in my mind, it wasn't an accident. No, it, it's definitely not an you accident. And now you're, now you're in my house. I think it's. <laughs> you are in my <laughs> castle where I am the queen, where everybody does what I say. You're making me turn into the bully I used to be. And I hate that. Does she hate it? I'm falling back on my own. I don't know. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. As someone who used to be a bully, I do hate what I used to do. And I will never go back to that. I did it as a survival technique I've talked about in the show before. But 
every now and then I feel that 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 I like some of those old tricks wanting to come up in my head, hmm. and I do have to suppress it. And I think in a situation like that, I would. She goes too it's far. Hard. Yeah, yeah. I think she goes too far, but she has to go too far for the movie to progress. Like well, Sissy yes. has to be, have Sissy has to have the one thing that brings her joy threatened to be taken away from her. Her social media following. Right. Yeah. Right. Alex takes her phone away and is ready to post the video, and it's. It's like they say in acting class, it's life or death stakes if that video gets posted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She will lose mm-hmm. the only semblance of friends that she actually has. It's the only thing she has. There's nothing nice in her apartment. Yeah. And her career and her fame, everything that she built uh, collapses like the house of cards that it is mm-hmm. if that video gets mm-hmm. uploaded. like It is life or death stakes. And there's a battle. I and love how messy the fight is. Like, yeah, it's very two women standing in a river. They're not going to have a pretty gorgeous fight. It's awkward. There's tumbling. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's very hair pulley uh, falling down when you're trying to rear back to hit someone. As a, as a fight choreographer, I'm going look. I'm looking where they are. I'm like, you, that's exactly the fight you choreograph for that space because there's too many damn rocks. Yeah, exactly. you don't want to actually kill anybody hurt. while you're shooting the scene. No, no, no. And plus, we have a rock to kill somebody with. We have we a have Chekhov's quart- rose the quartz. The pinkest yeah. rock. The pinkest rock. <laughs> the magic rock. It's crystals. So that's something. It's gonna <laughs> fix the vibes. Let me fix your vibes for you, Patrick. <laughs> it gets rid of the negative energy. That's right. <laughs> They fix her ions with this giant pointy she bashes, rock. She bashes Alex's head in. And I love this too. We get that, the count, We Maya loves a countdown clock. We got that upload video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah the, the bar is getting there and we, we're on the super, super close up. She yeah. cancels. Yeah, Sissy exactly. was canceled and it says canceled in big I, I caught that this time. I'm like, yep, that's, that's, yep. Do you have to officially be canceled, Sissy? Been canceled, friend. This world that you're in right now, this little magic fairy tale world in the woods is now canceled. Yep. I mean, not for Sissy. She's about to have the best 20 minutes. <laughs> I find it fascinating that after every death, she has to post a video. After every death, she has to post a video. Yep. And we get to see that blissful, calm sissy. And here's something I noticed. She always talks completely about... Completely disconnected with what's going on. Yes. Completely, completely disconnected. She says, now would be a really good time for meditation. Or after we do this, we're going to meditate. She never meditates. Not once in the movie. Yeah. No. You know what's, you know what's a great thing to do to like offset your carbon footprint? Maybe replant some, some, some saplings or whatever. Of grass because I drove a car today. And I just want to give back <laughs> to the environment. We'll plant it right yeah, on this well, you're actually burying You're burying your childhood <laughs> enemies. what you're doing. Yeah. I replant. Put, put that fancy flower thing on top of it. That's green. She's going to compost. <laughs> she composted her friend. And when she and buries did, her, she's this organic decoration on top of it. It's yeah, yeah this is flower mandala, very meditative, very white girl picked it up from Instagram. I loved it. I loved her blissful video because she has to dissociate so hard and go back to the one thing that brings her joy. That's when I was like, oh, I am gonna like this movie. Right. <laughs> Um, my first time through, and I've seen people complain about it. Like, oh well, you know, it's just like it's just, she's not really on a rampage. A lot of the people she kills by accident. No. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think like for a while there, she's not really intending to kill people when she gets into situations with them, but then she has to. Or why does that keep happening get- to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if everyone around you is a murder victim, there's one person who dies by accident, but she could have saved them. I don't think that if, if we're both talking about nah. Jamie, I'm not, not talking about Jamie. Well, we're not there. We're not there. We're not there. We're not there. Sleep censored. 
Edit it out. Yeah. Canceled. I'm canceled. Yeah. And, and like, and as she's sitting by this makeshift grave that she's dug for Alex, that all of a sudden Jamie wanders up to, to urinate. <sighs> From where? Out of, like, out of nowhere. He wanders. It's through. a magic forest, Nicole. <laughs> it's a magic adjacent forest, to Nicole. everything. It's magic. Yeah. In all the great wide forests, you just happen just, to stumble across the Just like how the stream the is very shallow when you stand in it, it's very deep when you get carried across the current. It's yeah. magic. <laughs> True. I'm with you. It's because yeah, we're this is upside down world. Rules are off. Um, so Jamie shows up, and then that, that, that yeah, <laughs> Jamie shows up. Pee. And, Man's got to pee, and she does that thing again, like she just did with Alex, coming like, oh, hi, oh gosh, wow, should have stayed oh, in. I'm just so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find you guys, but she's bloody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she's having her like Lady Macbeth moment. <laughs> And Jamie calls her. They're like, oh, what happened? She's like, oh, I totally fell. Oh, my God. It was so crazy. I fell and I totally <laughs> ate grass. And What happened to you? Hmm? Oh, I, <laughs> I tripped back there. I stabbed it. I went flying. You should have seen it. Okay. <laughs> I'm really high right now. You're pretty. <laughs> You're pretty. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> should we go? And he's buying it. It's almost working. It almost yeah. works. It almost works. But he did just peel over his friend's body. Uh, and what happens? One of them trips and we start to move the dirt around? No, no. They, they're just getting up to leave. And he gets his he gets his crutch and he kind of is putting it down. And I think he hit something soft and just yeah. turned to look what it was. And Sissy starts making excuses. Oh, it was self-defense. Well, if it was self-defense, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you... Ex why did you bury her? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck away from this! It was an accident! I'm not gonna hurt you. I promise. Alex had it out for me for years. All right? And she attacked me, and I just... I didn't have any other choice. I had to defend myself. If it was self-defense, then why hide it? Why not tell us? <laughs> and we start doing the thing that I, I, I noticed and in my second watch around. Anyone who's um, experienced abuse, read about it, uh, is a therapist. We talk about Darvo. Deny, attack, reverse victim and offender. Every time Sissy gets caught, she goes, well, I, I didn't do that. This other person did that. Oh, well, I'm just so scared right now. Could you help me? Every single time she she flips the script around and we talk a lot about her her uh, her rope, her circles, her safe space. Mm -hmm. And as the movie goes on, her hair gets rounder and rounder and her eyes are so big. And they just put her in this like childlike bubble. Mm -hmm. And just as her eyes get bigger and she starts to cry. And then every time it gets whoever she's talking to, when she's talking to Jamie, she's, I'm so sorry, I'm just really scared right now. And he is being backed up to the edge of a cliff in this magical forest. He runs. No, he yeah. runs. Oh, he sorry, runs. We, we ran He's away and then she catches up to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he is literally, he ran too far. He's on the, he's Wiley Coyote at the edge of the cliff. <laughs> and he's trying One to keep step, her at he's arm's gone. length with his mobility aid. And it's, his feet are slipping and you know, he's got to have some kind of mobility issue. The edge of a cliff is not a good place for him. Yeah. And she tries and to play the victim and he has that moment of doubt and she yeets him off the cliff. And then why hide it? Why not tell us? <sighs> I mean, I'm canceled, aren't I? Aren't I canceled? 
So why would any of you believe me even if I told you? Please treat me. Please help me. I feel really scared. Um, it's okay, okay? It's okay. I'm here. Okay, I've got you. You're safe. I see you. Jamie! Hey! Jamie dies like a bad game of Plinko on The Price is Right. <laughs> he bounces off two yeah. on the way down. Yeah. He bounces off so many things. It's He's still <laughs> so awesome. I loved it. He's still screaming after the first bounce, but not the second one. Not the second not the one. Second, no, that second. one just got him in the spine. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 you don't see anything, but it's still like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like the first time through, I almost thought that he fell. Yeah. I wasn't quite yeah. sure. I think like as these kills go on, like she comes more and more responsible. You could say that, you know, that first one, fight or flight, brain takes over, uh, brain shuts off, body takes Lizard over. Brain, she kills yeah. Alex. Lizard brain took over. And at this point, when Jamie's at the edge of the cliff, Tracy starts calling him and he starts screaming at. Right. Yeah. Here, here Tracy, I am. Help I me, help, help me. And when she turns is when the, the, the cane goes. I'm like, did that mean? happen i what? thought i saw but it's, her grab the end of the crutch and push yeah it's when a, tracy it's, shows up it's so fast uh but also i'd say the movie is very much from sissy's point of view right we open and we close with her so, i grabbed it to try to pull him back but then it went the wrong way yeah oh god i tried and you you know something's messed up with his leg i just it, I, I couldn't do it i was fast enough just, I don't think the camera wants to show us that anything is 100% her fault because everything is so much from her perspective or with her and her breaks from reality. It's it's just this thing that happened. Yeah. Until it is. Until right. it is. We didn't talk much about Tracy. I like Tracy a lot. I like Tracy too. I like Tracy too. I do like Tracy. Tracy is like the, the least... She opens the movie Offensive. screaming about pussy in Australian. <laughs> Respectfully, Fanny is pussy. Yeah. It's right. Yeah, the the, the groom's yeah. name is Franny, yeah. but she calls her Fanny. Our which Fanny. Is now Australian for pussy. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, I think she's great. She she has this very tight friendship with Jamie. They're uh, in each other's lock screens on their phones. They're always gabbing about something like gossip is a big part of that. But she's, she's obviously just there for a good time. She seems pretty judgy, but she's not the meanest person there. I liked her a lot. I liked her too. Uh, so, so the engaged couple have gone off by themselves for a bit. I'm just kind of fast forwarding a bit. Um, when I think about this scene with Tracy, this confrontation with Tracy in the, in the bathroom, again, the bathroom in the tub. Sissy cuts herself to come inside and look like the victim. Mm -hmm. She stabs herself with a with a stick. I need help. All Tracy wants to do is watch her shitty reality show and have some champagne and go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> she, she just wants to get right. Sissy set up in the bathroom. Oh, here have your Elon Musk. Here have your, your hair in a towel. Okay, you're good now, right? And I want to talk about how Sissy asks acts once she yeah. has this mask on. And I wrote down a piece of dialogue from the opening scene. 
Who's ready? Okay. It's, I use them all the time, especially before meditating. I just find having a fresh face really helps me to connect with my body. So is that, is that the body attached to you or is that the bodies you create? So when she has this rubber white mask on that also has gold flecks of glitter in it, because that makes her feel loved. It's the first time we see her without any like friendly, polite smile or I'm the victim worry. She's just deadpan talking to Tracy with the mask on. And I think this also mm-hmm. ties back to that picture we see of Pierrette in her bedroom, a white faced clown. Yes. And she's in the tub with somebody besides Emma. It's not Emma. Emma's it's not going to work. And I, what I loved with Tracy too, I felt for Tracy, like pe- mm-hmm. people like, oh, well, she's such a bitch. I'm like, she's not though like she's acting uncomfortable because look at this situation i'm now alone in the house with this person i don't know who's injured it was supposed to be a fun group thing (sighs) she's doing the best that she can like i don't know you i don't know what to talk about with you so i'm just talking about the most surface things and this is awkward and now you're getting really weird because i'm looking at you (laughs) yeah why why are you looking at me like that well i don't know maybe she's trying to get back at you get back at me for what it's okay um I can't believe she did this to you. When the others get back, we'll just hash it all out, mm-hmm. yeah? Maybe Alex just needed to get back at you to feel better or something. Get back at me for what? Uh, I don't know. Um, it wasn't my fault. Yeah, I'm not saying it was. So why are you looking at me like that then? Stop staring at me! Sorry. Sorry. Hey, I'm just having a really weird day. Um, um I'm just gonna, gonna get my phone. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, wait. Sissy, uh, Cecilia, um, you're hurting me. I'm not who she says I am. You're really, okay? Okay, just, you're hurting me. Why don't you believe me? Go, please, like, and like this happens, yeah. like, like you sometimes just find yourself in a situation that is all of a sudden going in a very different direction. That you, and she's doing the best she can. To and she has it. the smartest way to try to go out. She's like, "We should just step outside. We should have a minute to like cool down, both of us." She's she's doing some heavy lifting to have a normal moment to get out of that bathroom alive. And as soon as she started trying to get out of the bathroom, I was like, "Oh no, this is your last right. bathroom." And yeah, this is a deliberate shove into that tub. Deliberate shove. And we have this really gnarly. She has this gorgeous yeah. long hair and it gets stuck in the drain. Oh, and it's God. a whirlpool tub, by the way. It's, it's a whirlpool tub. Ugh. It's sucked yeah, into so a jet. Sucked She's into actively a jet. drowning. It's, <laughs> and we like scalp her a little. I'm a good person. Okay. I didn't mean it's okay. it. It's okay. I'm sorry. Let's just um I really didn't mean it. Let's just step outside. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get some uh, fresh air. And okay, I just let's just talk. talk. You know, let's just talk. Just... Outside. Alright. And, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll figure this out, yeah? yeah. Okay?
Oh god, this was this was rough. This was a rough one to watch. This was rough. But what also is like it is so important for Sissy to make everyone ugly on her way out. We we don't have any like gut stabbings. She's got to ruin hair and faces. Well, and Jamie's like whole body gets broken. <laughs> Jamie Jamie is entirely broken. It's it's it wasn't aimed, but um, all of our all of our female party guests, all of their faces yep. get ruined. Mm, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, because the surface is what really matters when you're an influencer. It was a horrific shot, but the shot of her standing there in her glitter mask, looking down at Tracy's body yeah. in the tub. Well, and she looks like ten right. feet tall with the mask on, with her hair up in the towel. There's something alien happening in that in that shot composition. She looks inhuman, but Tracy in the tub, she's in the fetal position. I went womb uh, and death. And like this safe space is now corrupted. Oh uh, yeah. Cause we, we also get the blood in the tub as well, which adds to your womb imagery. Yes. Paradise lost. My little one, my little one space is lost. <laughs> can never be ours again and the rest of the movie's bonkers and this is where we have to call spoilers and not only are we going to be calling spoilers we're going to be calling time on this episode i didn't set out to make this a two-part episode but hey here we are because this movie's got so much going on so if you still have not watched sissy by this point watch it now before the next episode because we're gonna have to spoil the hell out of it because this is the point in the movie where stuff goes crazy yes we're crazy up to this point it goes super crazy from here on out so i want you to discover it for yourself so go watch the movie you know where to do it. it's on shutter go rent it and i want to thank maya and i want to thank nicole for being on this episode that's fabulous but hey guess what i'm not done with you yet because we got so much more to talk about if you've seen sissy and you want to let me know what you thought about it by all means please contact me on social media what is the weird thing to be saying in a movie about the evils of social media? But contact me on social media. I'm on Facebook at Scream Queens, where horror gets gay. And I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. If you've got a movie in mind for Women in Horror Month that you want to recommend, why don't you leave a voicemail? Which you can do by going to the website, www.screamqueens.com. Of course, that's Queens with a Z. Use that little yellow tab over the right-hand side, and I'll even play it on the show. But not today, because this episode's been too damn long. But in the best possible way, but not as long as it could have been. You're welcome. Yeah, you have free time to go watch the movie. See what I did there? All right. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, please continue to make the world a more fabulously creepy place. And you do that by following the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay fabulous. <laughs> The music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs> Ew.